When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Final Furlong Podcast is proudly brought to you by our official betting partner, Kaluki Sportsbook. With betting on all sports, immediate interaction with experienced traders, instant withdrawals, and the best odds guaranteed on UK and Irish horse racing. Kaluki have prominent betting pitches at racecourses across the UK. Join us now at kalukisportsbook.co.uk. And the final furlong is brought to you by our official syndicate partner, All About Sunday, the ultimate racehorse ownership experience. Download the app to get involved with world-class trainers, including Henry de Bromhead, Gordon Elliott, and Donald McKay. Join us at allaboutsunday.com. And now, get busy listening and get busy winning. Here's your host, Emmett Kennedy. Thank you very much, Morgan Freeman. Still can't believe we got him. Uh, you are very welcome to the show. And for the first time since 1,086 days, there will be an actual proper crowd at the Galway Festival. And a man who will be riding there, and indeed is riding today as we record, is the main man, Dennis O'Regan. Welcome back to the show, my friend. Thanks, Thanks for having me. Uh, what's it like knowing that the crowd and the crack is back at Galway as you're about to ride in the opening race? Yeah, it's obviously massive. I mean, the crowds have been a huge miss from the last couple of years, and um, Galway, especially, would be uh, you know one of one of the most renowned places in the world for for supporters, people staying, people holidaying, uh, just general racing fans will all be coming to Galway this week. Um, the sheer fact that no jockey can, you know, barely any jockeys can get a accommodation in Galway for later in the week uh, as Ruben uh, the fact that you know it's just it's going to be absolutely uh, rammed with people this week and uh, it's great to see it adds to the thrill I suppose it adds to the excitement uh, the buzz uh, probably also adds a bit of pressure but um, it's 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 great it's great to see them all back and uh, I'm looking forward to it How many of your weighing room colleagues have been trying to blag uh a seat in your hotel room or try and blag the couch in your hotel room? I don't think any of them have. I don't think we have got accommodation. Oh, no. um, it, was, it, it is my only negative of the week. Um, I'd have to say that, you know, for jockeys that are, when they, they brought the meeting back to a mixed meeting, uh, the last couple of years they had it moved all the jump traces to three days and it was quite okay up and down for three days. But now back to, you know, where we only have the opportunity of one or two rides a day up and down for seven days is going to be very difficult and cost and costly. Um, so uh, it was disappointing because the prices of accommodation in Galway are, are extortionate. So it looks like we're going to be driving. So if it's, if it's not going to be accommodation, it's going to be costing on fuel. So either way. Yeah, and fuel is not exactly, yeah, 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 not exactly cheap be, right now. Yeah, exactly. So that would be a successful refailure. And... There was a lot of talk about during Rona when they decided to combine all flat cars in the one day, all jumps cards in the one day, and there were plenty of fans who weren't in favour of that. But logistically, just as you've outlaid it, it's 
it, this is a disaster then for jockeys because if you're going to be in a situation where uh, a jockey can't get a proper night's sleep or has to go length and breadth of Ireland to get up to Galway, um, that's not the, the best of things. So would it be better in your view to keep it jumps for a particular day, flat for another day? Would you like to see that? Uh, I would have. I mean, there's a fair argument to say that, you know, they won't get the crowds. The crowds like a jump race, a national hunt race in the middle of a flat card. But, uh, you know, I disagree with it. Uh, I think the crowds are all booked for Galway. There's a lot of people there. They won't care if it's flat or jump. Um, It's just a tradition. Uh, It's not a... I'm not actually knocking the race course or anything or the race programs. I'm just... I just think um, quite difficult this year to you know to, to make it pay really. I thought for jockeys it's quite difficult. It's very hard to get accommodation all the way. Um, so yeah, look, we we'll just have to make it work. And there's, it's not like there's a shortage of hotels in Galway. There's a lot of places. It's just that a they're booked up and b even if they were free, the amount of money to pay is obscene. Like I love Galway. It's a fantastic yeah. place. Ballybrit is a, an amazing race course. But the price, even if you can somehow manage to, to wiggle a room, ridiculous. Ridiculous, yeah, it's very difficult. So, uh, so yeah, we just have to kick on and manage away for the week and see can we try and, uh, you know, do, do our best and see can there be any changes made for next year. If you've got a spare room going for our main man, Dennis, let us know. On Twitter at Final Four and Pod, we'll get you hooked up, Dennis. Or if you're a limo driver, or you own a limousine company, and you're prepared to, to ferry the lads up, let us know, and we'll sort that out as well. Uh, they're talking about a hundred. Text, text it in. <laughs> text it into yeah. us. Tweet us. Get the carrier pigeon to us. We'll sort out this. We'll get him looked after. Um, uh, 130,000 people are expected to be at Galway for the, the next seven days, which is, is tremendous. It's great that the, the crowds are back, uh, considering the fact that there's been such a, a wait during Rona. Um, you're riding in, in two races today. You're on board a, a horse for, for Ted Walsh, who has a big reputation and was was very impressive last time out, Dennis. She was. She's a place player Saturday during the week. Um, she jumps well. Um, she lack experience. For t- it would be... Amazing, uh, you know, she'll find it very hard to beat um, Paul Nolan first, uh, he's, he's, he's way to win, um, and so I'm looking forward to riding her, um, she's, she's getting the allowances, but you know, again, she'll, she'll, her experience is going to cost against her, especially at somewhere like Galway, um, where she has little to none um, hurling, hurling experience, and uh, that's a huge factor at the Galway Festival, so... Um, I'd be expecting a big run from her, but at the same time, you know, at the same time, she will lack experience. That's a great kill for Ted Walsh, Dennis on board in the very first race of the meeting. Really impressive under Derek O'Connor in a bumper last time out, but HMSC horses, quite a tall task to try and, and get past and is an odds-on favourite currently with Kaluki. Five to one about Dennis's horse, uh, if you are so inclined. Uh, you're on board one cool poet in the handicap hurdle today as well. And it was a quick turnaround between between shows um, and you're also going to be yeah. writing I Don't Get It tomorrow uh, Tuesday in the Colin Quinn uh, listed novices hurdle what can you tell us about I Don't Get It uh, I Don't Get It it's been you know it's plenty of runs listen it's a listed race he has a lot of a lot to find on ratings um, but he, he's run he's been running every second week Lonestown Patrick so he loves the track for the hill um, he's a front runner and whereas look He's unlikely to win. He, he, he'll definitely run his race. Um, he's a good spin, and you know he should be me a good ride, whatever happens. 
I finished second behind uh, Ebisari, who was uh, my Fred Winter pick. Didn't quite come to plan, but... Uh, I don't think the Fred Winter were built for any of us this year, to be honest. I don't think it did, mate. I don't think it did, no. But uh, hey, well, oh. we, we'll reload and shoot again. Uh, and discordantly is who you're going to ride in, in the Galway Plate. So let's let's jump to the Galway Plate. Uh, brought to us by, by our friends uh, at Tote. Uh, the current betting is really run by Emmett Mullins, essentially. He's got the, he's got this race by the short and curlies. Uh, Donna Myler is on board, Cape Gentleman, and Mark Walsh on board the shunter. They're the 7-1 to one joint favourites with Kaluki uh, as we record, and I expect more support coming in uh, for those horses. Um, Fire Attack for Joseph O'Brien is an 8-1 to one shot. Gabby Anako for Gavin Cromwell with Keith Dunham on board is 8. Uh, easy Game, the final Furlong Podcast favourite is represented Willie Mullins with Jack Foley claiming three and 11 to one shot. Um, talk to me about your, your own horse, first of all, uh, Dennis. Have, have yeah, you... he's, he's rated 143. He's in good form. Uh, the, yard, the, yards are, the yard's in flying form. Um, classic winner there on a weekend ago. Um, he's loads of experience is what you need. He's an eight-year-old. He's, he's seasoned hardened. Um, he's been in every... He's been to Cheltenham, he's been to Leperstown, he's been to all the big tracks. Um, he loved the good ground. Uh, well, he loved the ground. He, he probably would prefer a little ease on it, a little bit more of an ease on it. His best form seems to be on soft. Um, he was very good at Leperstown during the year there. I rode on the race. It was a very good race, over two mile five. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to him. I'm going to have a sit in the morning. Uh, and, uh, again, and uh, I'm looking forward to riding him. I think he's got an inch chance. And this is your first time um, on, I'm on looking a, through it. Yeah, this this is your first time on board, discordantly. Um, but as you said, nah. the, the going currently at Galway is good to yielding. Uh, in terms of the the track itself, just to to give us a bit of a refresher course, what exactly is it that you're looking for in between the Galway hurdle and the Galway plate? The undulations of Galway, the uphill stiff finish. What kind of a horse are you looking for? Yeah, you're looking for a slick. Uh, hardened handicapper and the, the, the go extremely quick um, from the get-go um, really difficult to get a position um, the position is everything um, you have to have that initial pace down over the first in the other place and hurdle to get a position um, the pace is ferocious in the plate for the first quarter of a mile and then it's then it settles down the pace is ferocious in the goal hurdle until you get the, over the first hurdle and then it has been slowing down recent in recent years. Um, you, you need a, a kind of a tough horse with no 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 flaws. Um, it's a sharp right-handed, ups and downs. Uh, just two or two friends in the dip. Um, they come quite close together, and you need you need you need basically need a horse to be mentally focused, fit, and trained for the trained for the race basically. Okay. Um, horses with horses with winter form, winter form do have a good record. Yeah, the the top class winter horses have, have really started to turn up in the last 10, 15 years and, and do very well in this race. So when you were going through the yeah. form and, and looking at, at your own horse, who did you pinpoint as the biggest danger or the most likely winner for you? Uh, Gabby Nacko, I felt was the biggest danger in the whole place. She's grade one horse. Um, got in off a nice mark and... Uh, I think the triple season, and I think they'll, they'll drop him in a little bit. Um, he's, a, he's second in the arc, and was, was, was the best, it's the best level of form in the race. Um, and every year I look at it, there's always a great one horse that wins the plate, and you know, he's the closest to one I can see in the race at the minute. 
Gabianaco, who's a very, very solid horse and has a good record. Um, and was obviously second in the Arkle, as you said, and was favoured for the Martin Pipe the year before. Uh, easy game, top weight. William Mullins won it with the top weight last year, um, 11 stone 12. Jack Foley claims three off him. I, I, there's been this thing in my head about this horse for a while. When he won in Killarney, I was like, I wonder will he go Galway plate? Uh, and now, now he's arrived here, uh, and he's an eleven to one shot with Kaluki. I can't quite get away from him. What do you yeah. think of him? Yeah, he's arrived in good form as well. It's hard to get away from him. I feel at the ground, if there's an ease in the ground, uh, he won't be as good. Um, uh, I thought maybe he's plenty of weight. You know, he has a lot of weight. I know, I know really well last year, but he was a, he was a standout horse in the race last year. It wasn't as strong. I think this year it's more competitive. Um, it really does take a, a really good horse to win the plate uh, off top weight. Um, but it can be done. I did it myself on ends there. Claimed up three pound off, off top weight. So uh, it can be done. Um, I still think there's, there's a whole, there's holes, you know, I think he's quite good in small fields. I think yeah. this will be uh, a big, a big thing for him in a big field. I think he's very competitive in small fields. Um, basically, you can never rule out a Willie Mullins horse, but uh, in my in my view, I think the hustle and bustle won't suit. Yeah, I, I think Willie has stronger. I think Willie has stronger chances. I, I I totally get that. He was second in the race last year, obviously, so he he did handle the big field then. Um, and I just wonder if they've if they've revved him up. But three pounds isn't going to make a whole, whole lot of difference. And Paul could have ridden him. Uh, he doesn't, but. Uh, we'll, we'll take that that three pound mm. claim. Uh, overall, Gabianaco is the the main danger for you. Is there another horse that yeah. you'd like to, to highlight for final following listeners? Um, I think Hurricane George did run a race as well. Um, she's I know she won the Midlands last one. It was a bad race, but she she was very impressive in the race herself. She can only beat what's around her. And she's been a filly that absolutely enjoys jumping fences. A lovely weight, and uh, she certainly has an each way chance. Gordon Elliott, uh, of course, Hurricane Georgie, who is a 12 to 1 shot uh, as we record with Kaluki Sportsbook. Right on Thursday, the Guinness Galway hurdle. Um, no idea who's going to be riding who as of yet, but the, the current betting, Adamantly Chosen, who was a big contender for us at Cheltenham, and it went badly wrong. Oh, well. Uh, 7 to 1 with Kaluki Sportsbook. HMSC Horse, who, of course, is engaged tonight, uh, will bid to, to be doing the double. 8 to 1. Uh, Party Central for Gordon Elliott is the same price. Santa Rosa for Dermot Lachlan. Nines, my mate Mozzie, an 11 to 1 shot for Gavin Cromwell. There's a, a number of horses here, including Far Out. Echoes in rain, uh, who are all going to be trying to win tonight or run well tonight and then come back out on Thursday. This is something that we've become very, very familiar with at Galway over the years. What's your overall view on the Galway hurdle, my friend? And, and are you in line for, for a ride? Yeah. Um, I think there's a couple in the pipeline, but um, I'm not quite sure just yet. Um, so we'll see how that goes in the morning. Um, uh, I, I just think it's, 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 a, very, it's a tricky race. Um, there's some horses I just can't rule out that like the Tudor City I know he's a 10 year old but he's got such a great record in the race bound to be placed again um, Willie, Willie holds very strong handle I think with grade 1 horses drop down um, drop down into handicap Echo uh, was a good mare um, Adamant, yeah it's, it's a, such a it's such a hard race yeah, I, I'd like to see how uh, Paul Nolan's horse gets on tonight first um, if, if he goes and wins well, uh, I'd be fancying him. 
to to put up another huge 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 show on on Thursday. Basically, because Paul Nolan has such a good record in the race, and he's a, he's a good horse. And um, yeah, so I, I, I want to see how he gets on tonight. HMSC horse, who, who of course is yeah. an odds-on favourite, and, and you're riding against uh, in in the first. Um, uh, Gordon's horse, Party Central. I know he was talking about her in the lead up to the race. Daughter of Yates, she was very impressive at the Punchestown Festival. Um, what's the latest on her? Um, I, I haven't seen haven't seen her recently. Um, she's obviously Gordon Elliott doesn't uh, doesn't talk. You know, he doesn't talk about horses too much. So when they're when he's you know. If he's fancying them, then you know, obviously she she's got a great chance. Um, she's a classy mare now. She got a nice weight as well. Um, but I just can't think of the last filly that won that race. And uh, I'd love to see. I just love to see. Um, love to see her run well, obviously for Gordon and that. But no, I think um, I'm still I'm still going to stick with. Something, something more. I just want to see how Paul Nolan's first will go tonight. William has a very strong hand in the race, and I think Tony Martin is dangerous in Tudor City always. Um, it's going to be a very fast pace, in it, and uh, it'll just be interesting. Just be interesting to see. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. It's hard to know just yet, anyway. Miss United was more of a, a battle hardened horse when she took it in, in 20. Well, she's a good while. She's a good while ago, though, Emmett. And, like, yeah. it's very rare. Like, she was, she was an exception. Like, I mean, I couldn't see Party Central running second in Ascot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she was an exception that year, you know? I mean, Miss United was the last one, the only one I can ever think of that did do that. But, no, it's, 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 it's very open. It's a very, it's a very tough race. It's a very tricky one. And bear that in mind for Echoes and Rain as well. Um, anything else that yeah. you'd like to, to highlight in the race? Uh, you know, I, just, I just thought Jesse Evans had dropped a pound when he was third in it, or fourth in it a couple of years ago. And uh, I thought he, he he was four top 139, and he beaten a, a length and a half. And he's down to he's down to 138. He's down to 138 now. Um, and uh, yeah, look, he, he could be an interesting one. Um, and you know, I, I actually I really fancy um, Jessica Harrington's horse, Autumn Harvest. Autumn Harvest. Um, I think he's too big a price. He's got um, he's got great form from the lap. Autumn Evening, yeah. He's got great form from the Ladbrook um, in Leperstown. He was, I think he was fourth. He wasn't beaten all that far. That would be a dangerous bit of form. He's a previous uh, Lartigue winner in this stall. Loves good ground, and for me, he'd be he'd be a, a, a sneaky one. And Kaluki reported money for him today uh, into twenties from twenty fives is the current betting about autumn evening uh, for Jessica Harrington. Yeah. You were travelling up with, with a few jockeys and you've clearly just arrived at Galway now. What's the the atmosphere yeah. like amongst your your weighing room colleagues? Um, it's always fairly dull on the way up in the car. I to be honest, <laughs> uh, it's, it'll be uh, it'll be hopefully all uh, it'll, yeah. Listen, we're pretty pretty normal on race days, really. The, the lads I was chatting with are all very experienced, and uh, nah, it's it's grand. Once we get here, we we get we get pulled together and get working, and then you know when it's over, we all have travel back like it's you know another day, another day, another another dollar, I suppose. Beautiful. Um, anything, uh, anything yeah. on the flat? Dare I, dare I ask you uh, that, that you're interested in seeing, or any other horses that uh, you'd like to highlight from the. Grade grade threes, grade twos, the listed company races. Um, I have a nice ride in the novice chase on Thursday, Visionarian. 
he won well. He won well in the in Wexford there, and he's first year over fences. Listen, it might it's a hot race now. It, it might be a very good race for him, but uh, he he'll still he'll still outrun his odds. Whatever he'll be, that's the Grade Three novice chase on Thursday. Um, Peter Fatty was, was yeah. had some interesting things to say about that horse uh, on, on racing TV when um, when uh, Kevin Ryan was was asking about uh, anything for Galway or, or could Visionarian go there and said ah yeah we'll go for the crack but it was the way he said it just just gave you the yeah, indication yeah. that he really fancies him well well it's it's, it's he only qualified for the Galway hurdle and you know and then I chase so like it was, it was always going to be difficult to see. You know, to rock up in a Galway hurdle, he was twenty-five to one. You know what I mean? So, the novice chase is a great three novice chase. It's a tough race, you know. So it's it's hard to know. Um, it's hard to know uh, what to, what to think his best chance could have been in. But he's, I think he's, as far as I know now, he's he's ninety-nine percent sure he's going to the novice chase. So, um, yeah, so he he could be a good one. Um, and with regards to the flat. Um, not really. Like I mean, the GBT tonight uh, in Galway is always is very, very, very good race for amateurs. Um, it's it's it's, a, it's like a famous, a famous race for amateurs. And I see Willie's got a Swedish. Uh, I think it's a Swedish ledger winner. That's right. That he's only just purchased recently, running in it. You know. So um, I suppose if I was if I was having a, a bet in something like that, I'd always go for someone like Dermot Weld. Um, he's got a horse in a called Coulter now. Look, he doesn't look good enough, um, but you know he 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 could outrun his odds all the same. You know he he tends to peak his horses for um, for Galway, and uh, yeah, like it's 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 such it's such a hard race. Um, Pat, I see Patrick is riding. Uh, Patrick has gone for echoes and rain. Echoes and rain. Yeah, so like that could be that could be a sign, um, but. Yeah, it's it's such it's such a good race. Harry Fry brings over Winter Watch. That's another interesting, you know, very good trainer bringing over a horse. I think he's got two runners here this week, another runner later in the week. So, you know, look, it's 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 a good race to watch. Um, good race to know, you know, to see anyway, and keep an, you know keep keep an eye out on it. And Patrick said in the Racing Post today that he hopes that he can win the race because he'd love to win it before he retires, which may very well be an indication to what his future plans are. Um, yeah. Can't see him retiring for another ten years. To be honest, <laughs> and and on that bombshell, Dennis, enjoy Galway and best of luck, best of luck, my friend, yeah, for the whole right. week. We'll be cheering you Thanks. on as soon yeah. as we get the latest on a room. We'll be on to you. <laughs> really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on, Emma. Thank Dennis you, Dennis O'Regan, joining us from Galway. We'll review Den- uh, We'll review Dennis. We'll review Galway with Dennis. Look back on that next week. But great to get his insight, of course, as always, and the very best of luck to Dennis uh, and the uh, bunch of scallywags that he was heading up to Galway with. They'll be listening to this on the way back. Fantastic nightlife in Galway. If you're heading over for the first time, you're going to have an absolute blast. Accommodation is an absolute disaster, but I'm assuming you've booked that already. I'm going to be covering Goodwood for the week on TalkSport 2 alongside Lee McKenzie. Looking forward to doing that. So that's my location for the week. But if you are going to be in Galway, enjoy it. Uh, And if Goodwood is more your thing, have no fear. Ben Aiken and I uh, go through the form for Goodwood. Pace analysis, expertise from Ben as well. Uh, The right kind of horses that you need for Goodwood. He was so good for Royal Ascot. Ben's an absolutely top-class pundit. He's got such a great insight into the game. It's great to get him back in the final for him. 
uh, and looking forward to his insight as well. So make sure you don't miss out on that. Ben Aiken uh, previewing Galway for you. And we're going to be back on Thursday uh, when the main man, Mark Milligan, will be here, who continues to bang in the winners. Mark will be looking at the Stewart's Cup uh, and other big races from Goodwood on Thursday for you too. You can hear it all on TalkSport 2 weekdays uh, from Goodwood if you're going to be out and about if you're enjoying the sunshine if you're driving somewhere check us out TalkSport 2 you can hear all the action from glorious Goodwood enjoy Galway enjoy Goodwood more Final Furlong podcasts coming at you thick and fast stay safe the Final Furlong podcast is proudly brought to you by our official betting partner Kaluki Sportsbook with betting on all sports immediate interaction with experienced traders Instant withdrawals and the best odds guaranteed on UK and Irish horse racing. Kaluki have prominent betting pitches at race courses across the UK. Join us now at kalukisportsbook.co.uk. And the final furlong is brought to you by our official syndicate partner, All About Sunday, the ultimate racehorse ownership experience. Download the app to get involved with world class trainers, including Henry de Bromhead, Gordon Elliott and Donald McKay. Join us at allaboutsunday.com.